In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There's a comic that you might know. It's titled Dilbert that pokes fun at the workplace, at life in the cubicle. Well, there is a particular story where Dilbert returns home from a very hard day of work to vent to his talking dog named Dogbert. He vents about the struggles and all he really needs is someone to listen. Well, it appears that Dogbert is listening intently. But once Dilbert is finished speaking, Dogbert says, You are totally blocking my view of the wall. <laughs> listening doesn't mean being quiet. Rather, listening means receiving the word spoken. Now, in today's Gospel reading, the voice in the cloud says to Peter, James, and John, This is my son, the chosen one. Listen to him. Well, with the clouds surrounding them, there's an obvious reason they have to listen to him. They can't see him. They're in the cloud. There is no alternative but to listen. Now, what is interesting is, is that there is no specific mention of the cloud being lifted. So perhaps the disciples' vision remains clouded. I say this because from this point on in the Gospel of Luke, all the way to the end, the disciples' understanding of what they see actually gets worse. Once they descend this mountain with Jesus, Jesus sets off towards Jerusalem to die for their sins, to win victory over sin, death, and the devil. But all they will see is Jesus losing. Their vision remains clouded even in the resurrection when two disciples are walking to a small town called Emmaus and Jesus actually walks up to them on Easter Sunday and they don't see him as him. And then even in the upper room with the twelve apostles, Jesus shows up and all they see is a ghost. The disciples' sight does not help, hence God telling them to listen. Now, the conversation between Jesus, Moses, and Elijah about his departure has been going on for a long time, ever since Moses and Elijah. But it is apparently still continuing on with Moses and Elijah in heaven. Now, from your experience, you know there's no, nothing worse than someone butting into a very serious conversation by talking about something else. Well, as Peter experiences the transfiguration, he blurts out something about staying put when he mentions three-tenths, which is the very opposite of departing. So when the voice from the cloud speaks, it's like God saying to Peter, this is an A and B conversation, but rather than saying you should see your way out of it, Jesus says to Peter, you should listen your way into it. The transfiguration is a sight that Peter really can't talk about unless someone gives him the words. And this conversation between Jesus, Moses, and Elijah is too important to not be a part of. So the only way Peter can be a part of it is if he receives the words that he listens to. When we understand receiving Jesus through listening, 
clouded vision then becomes transformed into a means to believe Jesus when we depend less upon our eyes and begin to use our ears. The clouded vision is there to help us listen to our Lord Jesus because it is by listening that we participate in the life of God. When God speaks his word of forgiveness, life, and salvation, and we receive it in faith by listening, a whole new way of experiencing reality opens up to us. As Christians, our primary means in which we understand God, ourselves, and the world is through listening, not through seeing. To listen to Jesus is to receive his word. To listen to Jesus is to believe his word, and by believing, to live it and live according to it. This means, then, to experience the glory of Jesus. It isn't through seeing his stunning radiance. That actually only caused the disciples to fall asleep and blurt out ignorant words. Rather, the way to experience the glory of Jesus is through listening to his stunning word of forgiveness. He spoke from the cross to you. When God bids us to listen to Jesus first, God is precisely inviting us to receive their forgiveness. He spoke when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But there's even more. God bids us to listen to Jesus because once we receive his forgiveness, our life is formed by that same word. Our entire existence is one of being forgiven and forgiving others. We no longer trust what we see, but trust God's word about each other. Thus, as we begin Lent, let Lent be a season of primarily listening to all the things God has done for us and in us. As we listen, let us understand our silence as a period of preparation for the time when we speak. For Peter and the Apostles, they remain silent, in a sense, all the way up through de- Jesus' death, resurrection, ascension. And it wasn't until the Holy Spirit was given to them that Jesus bid them to speak. For us who receive the Holy Spirit in holy baptism, our listening during Lent won't exclude speaking, but our listening now becomes our primary stance in life. We are primarily to be listeners. This means Lent will be our time to rejoin in that conversation that's been going on since the beginning of time and will go out through eternity. The conversation about how Jesus saves us. So that when Easter comes, we'll be able to tell everyone what God has done for us and in us by our words and our lives. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.